0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Welcome to Sound Off. I'm John Sears, and tonight I'll do something never attempted by a live studio host.
2: Oh, this should be good. Just what are you doing?
1: Bird Box Challenge. I will host blindfolded. Big deal.
2: You're sitting on a chair and looking at a camera. Not looking at a camera. You know what I mean. You're not exactly juggling chainsaws. You couldn't do it. How about now? Can't be Mr. Sound Off. Copy Mr. Sound Off. Can you see my eyes roll under the blindfold?
3: Live from WHO
2: HD, it's Sound Off. With Keith
1: Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with
2: What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. You really going to do this?
1: Why not? Mr. Sound Up doesn't need a teleprompter. I'm not trying to look down on you as a sportscaster or anything, but this is kind of how
2: I roll. Your turn to sound off uh, coming up. The number is 515-282-9010. The hot topics, the Cyclones finish poorly in two winnable games, lose both of those games.
1: Yeah, and like I said, who needs a teleprompter? After an 0-3 Big Ten start, the Hawkeyes are now 3-3, plus the Chiefs host the AFC Championship game. Let's sound off. Come on, 515-282-9010. Hmm?
2: Oklahoma City will retire a player's number for the first time. The choice, Mr. Thunder, Nick Collison. Collison made zero all-star teams, came off the bench, and never averaged double digits in points or rebounds. So why him? It's not his Twitter avatar, though that is cool. It's because Collison exemplifies the positive ways a player can impact games and lives without being a star. Thunder general manager Sam Presti says of Nick, he helped create the internal standards for work ethic, selflessness, citizenship, and a professionalism for an organization that was starting from scratch. Spurs coach and curmudgeon Greg Popovich, he was a wonderful player, a great teammate, and one of the ultimate role players. No matter what the coaches asked him to do, he did it. We get it. Managers and coaches respect Nick's blue-collar work ethic, but it doesn't end there. Of Nick's number four being retired, Isaiah Thomas tweets, So dope. And Dwayne Wade responds, Very dope. I'm pretty sure that's good. But perhaps the greatest tribute comes from a man who turns up in a Google search for the word selfish. Russell Westbrook. When Collison announced his retirement, Westbrook grabbed the mic and said to fans, I just want to make sure you guys give him a standing ovation for the things he's done for this city. And stand they did. Westbrook and Collison teamed up to recreate White Men Can't Jump for Halloween and then celebrated Nick's NBA career at Hello Marjorie in Des Moines. Westbrook loves Collison. Collison's notable NBA contributions often came from hustle plays, but let's not confuse Nick for Ollie and Hoosiers. Collison led Iowa Falls to state championships, Kansas to Final Fours and was first team All-America. The Sonics drafted Nick in the first round and he made around $60 million. But Nick proves you can impact games and more importantly lives without big numbers. Plus, Nick becomes the first SoundOff host to have his pro jersey retired. Not only Mr. Thunder, but the original Mr. SoundOff. You
1: serious? Yes. Look, congrats, Nick, but come on. There's only one Mr. Soundoff. Come on. All right, this past week is a perfect example of why fans are addicted to sports. Ebbs and flows, ups and downs of following your team. One week, it's sunshine and rainbows. The next, confusion and heartache. Look no further than Iowa and Iowa State. Remember what fandom was like last week at this time? Hawkeyes were coming off blowout losses at Michigan State and Purdue, then a win at home against Nebraska, 1-3 and in the Big Ten. Many fans ready to throw in the towel and move on from Fran McCaffrey. Cyclones were coming off a perfect week, which included a dominating win over fifth-ranked Kansas. Talk of Sweet 16, Big 12 championship filled the airwaves and message boards. The Cyclones all of a sudden picked by many experts as the team that could dethrone the Jayhawks in the Big 12. Positive tweets followed. We want Duke, said the ninja. Playing in Des Moines first and second rounds. This was common fodder for local sports talk shows. Seven days later, the scripts are flipped. Hawkeye fans feeling better about where their team is. Wins over Northwestern and Ohio State. Upcoming games against Penn State and Illinois. Five game win streak is possible. Rod says, from extremely disappointed to cautiously optimistic. TRS says, from never watching to what's our ranking? Cyclone fans want to forget this week ever happened. Loss on the road at Baylor, then a bad loss at home to Kansas State, a loss Steve Prome called brutal. Many fans now questioning Prome as a coach. The roller coaster ride for fans is the reason why we love sports. It's the reason why we continue to tune in when our team is in a slump and when our team is expected to win expect that ride to continue for hawkeye and cyclone fans all season.
2: I don't think this is the final time we will why 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 don't you have the blindfold on anymore?
1: I kind of decided that we have all these games to talk about. I don't want to take the put the, you know, the emphasis on me. It's kind of what Mr. Soundop does. Looks out for the the younger folk. I mean, just the, you know, the lesser you know, just looking out for everybody. Being a good person.
2: I you know, <laughs> That's what you're doing, being a good person. Uh, I don't think this is the final time either that we see this roller coaster ride. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it flips again soon, Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden uh, Iowa State fans are back really feeling good, maybe even making a run at a wide-open Big 12 championship, and Hawkeye fans are back to questioning Fran McCaffrey. I don't think that this is going to be smooth this season. I did think it might be smooth for Iowa State after that Kansas game. That was premature. The Cyclones did not finish. In fact, finished ugly in two straight games.
1: I sent out a tweet last week after the uh, last weekend saying, you know, in the next four games, Iowa State really probably needs to go two and two. They're 0 and two to start, and the next two games are at Texas Tech and at Kansas, the two best teams in the Big 12. So, man, this is another huge week for Iowa State. They could have started, they could start the Big 12 2-0, and all of a sudden be two and four after this next week. But they, if they can win one of these on the road against a t- two top ten teams, that'll be big. Yeah,
2: you know, Cyclones certainly could have won both of these games. Oh, easily, they lost yeah. lost this week, but uh, one of the things that bothered fans so much is just what a bad shot the Cyclones got up. And twice the shot was up much earlier than it needed to be, too. He had a chance yeah. to get a better shot, pass off, get closer, something. Uh, but that is part of college basketball here. Murph is in Colfax, and he's going to – Switch us over to the NFL playoffs where – You're in Chief- Colfax or – No, Mur- no Murph. Oh. A different Murph. Got it. Murph is in Colfax, uh, and he's talking about the Chiefs, and there are many Chiefs fans around here. They're pretty excited to be back in the AFC Championship game uh, for the first time since – We have people who work here that weren't even alive the last time the Chiefs were in the AFC Championship game. Murph, what do you think? Oh, Murph's gone now. Oh, wait. No, I'm still oh, here. He's oh, here. Hey, Murph, welcome back. Uh-
0: Yeah, but Smurf and Colfax, I want to see the Chiefs win and make it to the Super Bowl, and how about them Hawkeyes, too?
2: You said it all right there, Smurf, and it's not Murph, it's Smurf. We left the S off. I'm Murph, he's Smurf. 49
1: gotta- years since the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl. Len Dawson it was the last time, I believe, to to go to the Super Bowl.
2: There's that famous picture of him uh, smoking <laughs> and having a fresca <laughs> at halftime, so that's been a little bit of a while. Uh, Becky is in Bondurant. Becky, Cyclone fan, are you concerned what you saw out of the Cyclones?
0: Yes, I think they had a very easy pre-Big 12, but I mean, to me, and I don't have anything against Steve Prohm, but when they got beat down by the Hawkeyes, he should have seen that maybe some of these players who were playing maybe weren't starter material, and he should have maybe brought some of these other people. I mean, it just looks like they aren't
2: prepared the last couple of games. But what what about those same players in that 17-point win over Kansas?
3: Well, the, how far ahead did Kansas know that player? I mean, to me, Kansas looked very disorganized that game. I I think since then they're getting better, but they aren't I don't think they'll win the Big Twelve this year, so I don't think they are as good. But uh, until
2: I see a stake right <laughs> through their heart, put me down for Kansas, what's it been like fourteen in a row, outright or shared. Thank you for Look, the call. We appreciate it. she's concerned. Yeah,
1: and let me say this about Iowa State. They got they gotta figure it out with Lindell Wigginton. Okay, let's be let's be real about this. He's a future NBA player, but he, he right now seems off, whether it's the problem of coming off the bench mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Something seems off with Wigginton. Just does not seem like he's in rhythm with the offense, maybe trying to force a little too much. You know how some players get where you're coming off the bench, all of a sudden you think you have to force too much? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what's going on, but he doesn't look like the same player right now. No, he doesn't. He's an NBA player someday, but right now they got to figure it out with him because he's huge to this team this year.
2: Yeah, and for the past three halves, they've missed Cameron Lard too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been a burst The energy, energy from him, yeah. It's time for lookalikes with a local connection. We'll talk to uh, Less and Ames in a little bit, but first, the tiny ref judges. Now, Chad from Altoona says that Channel 13's new sports reporter, Mark Freund, looks like Iowa basketball player Joe Wieskamp. Tiny ref? I can see a little bit of that. Can Freund play ball? Not like we
1: can. Oh, wait, Tiny Ref says he can. Tiny Ref
2: says he can. Uh, Sam asks, is Hawkeye Elvis really Ed Wilson or is Ed Wilson <laughs> Hawkeye Elvis? Tiny Ref thinks it. I don't know. Now, look behind the glasses and under the black wig. That's pretty. I think it might be Ed. Is it Ed? I think it is. Are we Ed. being fooled? I think we are being fooled. I think we're being fooled very much.
3: Guys, the very idea of it has bugged me for months. Made me dread 2019. Reconsider my lot in life. And now it's here. It's time for What's Bugging Andy next.
2: Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. Sports teams that many people hate. Which one doesn't belong, which in this case would mean it's the least hateable team.
1: The, the least hateable of those these four. Patriots, Yankees, Warriors, and Notre Dame football. The least hateable, remember least yeah. hateable.
2: Yeah, what do, what do all these teams have in common? Success. Maybe (laughs) not lately in every case, but uh, Yeah. yeah, that's how you become hateable. You win a lot. It's Andy's birthday, so happy birthday, Andy. Even on his
1: special day, something must bug
2: Andy.
3: There are weeks when this segment is hard to write. No one on the face of the planet could ever have something new that bugs them each week for 17 years. So some weeks, I'll admit that I'm actually happy to have something new that's bugging me. Well, I've got something new this week, but I'm sure not happy about it. On Friday, I'll lose my Today in Iowa partner, Brooke Bauma. She's leaving the business to spend more time with her family. She's been talking about this for nearly a year now, probably thinking of it for much longer than that. The life of a morning news anchor doesn't involve putting your life on the line or backbreaking manual labor, but it does throw a gigantic monkey wrench in the gears of normal life. For 12 years, Brooke's alarm has gone off before 3 a.m. She's left her husband and children sleeping in their warm beds as she tiptoed through the house and walked out into the darkness alone. She spent her afternoons preparing dinner so she could make the most of her few short hours with them after school and work. By 8 p.m., she's been exhausted, even on the weekends, and fell asleep while the rest of life was just starting to have fun. I understand firsthand why she's doing this. But it still bugs me because Brooke is one of my most trusted friends here. I took that job because of her, and I hold her judgment in the highest regard. We agree about 80% of the time, and when we don't, it makes me think. Sometimes, it even makes me change my mind. In days like these, that's an invaluable friend to have. It's been that way since we started work here on the same week in July of 2000. She has always made me feel better about working here. In all facets of life, we have to say goodbye to our favorite people from time to time. I get that. But when that life is at 4 a.m. and you're in a fog and maybe a little grouchy and that other person makes it all a little easier, uh, losing that person hurts more. Jerry Ann and I will miss her every day, but we'll understand because Brooke is doing this for her family, and what a great one she's got. Our loss is their gain, and they've earned it over all these years. So in a week where I really wish there was nothing bugging me, something really is. And there you have it. I'm Andy Fales.
2: Well said, Andy. Who's in your five, and maybe Andy needs a beer about now? Yeah. Drunkest states. Oh boy. Plus, more live calls at 515 282 9010. on Twitter, it's at soundoff13. After the Hawkeyes' third straight win, Dean writes, My feelings haven't changed. They are right where I thought they would be. I knew the first three Big Ten games would be tough to win. Iowa has improved, should win nine to ten Big Ten games.
1: Matt writes, ISU is a young team that will struggle with inconsistency, but I feel that I feel that will improve as season goes on. Uh,
2: who is in your Who's in your five? It's America's drunkest state. Oh boy! All right, so here we go. Judge by adults drinking excessively, alcohol-related driving deaths, and adults in fair or poor health. At number five, Illinois.
1: Okay, yeah. Chicago. You know they got a lot of beer over there. In number
2: Chicago. four is Montana. Well, what? A- I mean, yeah, you're gonna what fish and. <laughs>
1: and drink. <laughs> drink i guess yeah.
2: uh it's beautiful up there though number 3 alaska i'm
1: seeing a theme in some of these
2: uh yeah it's co- it's cold
1: yeah it's cold what so else you need are to you warm do? up
2: uh number 2 this won't surprise you at all wisconsin oh
1: yeah i mean that's no you walk you cross the border beers are handed to you
2: and number 1 are you thinking iowa cuz it's not iowa it's north dakota iowa is 7th number 1 north dakota nearly half of driving fatalities are due to drunk driving Jeez. in north dakota man Come on, Bison. Yeah, get get behind the football team some more and forget. Oh boy. Wait, wait.
3: It's about it's about here. All right, this should be the time I'm supposed to come out and say one minute. So
2: no, no it's not. It's the wrong segment. Well, how am I supposed to know? I'm wearing a freaking blindfold down here. I haven't seen Admire in weeks.
1: D- does he I get was, paid?
2: I, I hope not. I haven't seen Admire in weeks either. I, I did hear him today. He was on the radio.
1: Yeah. Another, another mistake by Tiny Ref. Just a <sighs> That's a long list. All Let's right.
2: go to our man, Les, in Ames. Uh, Les is uh, reporting on Cyclone Wrestling for us today. How you doing, Les?
0: I'm great, guys. Thought I'd change it up, talk some Iowa State Wrestling. Had the opportunity to call the match today against Fresno State. Guys, Hilton Coliseum was on fire tonight. Iowa State is looking better than ever, improving every single week. I mean... The overall match, the final match score was 31-6. to 6. Every, every, Everybody was looking good. You know, just getting tired of hearing everybody talk about Spencer Lee and Austin DeSantos. What about Austin Gomez, Alex Mackle, Ian Parker, Sam Colbray, Iowa State Cyclones are on the ride, guys.
2: Well, now you're talking about them, so that, that, uh, that gives them a shout right there. I, I will tell you, Les, it takes me a moment when i see the video to realize that's iowa state cuz i'm just not yeah. used to black uniforms black, the black and white yeah
0: yeah yeah you know what this is this is in, in my opinion this is a neutral uniform it's a neutral color you know so some some pro teams do it yeah um, well, sure. sure yeah, and the kids I, I love it, it. the
2: student athletes love, love it, it.
0: yeah it, it looks good it lo- doesn't it doesn't look good i mean look at it
2: guys seriously
1: hey if 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 it makes them wrestle better you do wear it. whatever you want. They, they yeah. do love exactly. it, yeah.
2: Alternate uniforms they love. All right, Les, Coach dressers doing well there. They're Always they're good the to rise. hear yeah. from Les uh, here on Sound Off. Now, one Mississippi State fan apologized for running down the Hawkeyes after the Outback Bowl. That is part of face-off along with knockout results and Craig and Lennox with some thoughts on the Chiefs next. time for knockout results, sports villain teams. Which team had to go? That that means which team is most likable compared to the others or least hateable?
1: The Warriors. The Warriors are the most likable out of these, quote, hated teams. 41%, so that means the three most hated teams in our poll. Patriots, Yankees, Notre Dame. That means that the Yankees are the most hated team from our poll uh, Yankees.
2: Also, coincidentally, the Yankees have the most championships of any <laughs> and of the, the Patriots eighties. are getting close. Yeah, they may get another one.
1: All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face off. The Hawkeyes picked up a commitment from top 2020 football prospect Gavin Williams. He chose Iowa over Michigan, Nebraska, and Iowa State. Good get for Kirk Ferentz and always like
2: seeing the top players stay in the state. Yeah, that is a, a good get for Iowa, and Williams will attract even more attention after reportedly transferring from Southeast Polk to Dowling. I haven't seen that confirmed by the schools, but it's out there in several publications. Uh, both schools reached the state semifinals in football, so it's uh, it's kind of an, uh, an interesting trend. Very
1: interesting, yeah. All right, Bears kicker Cody Parkey appeared on the Today Show, talked about his missed field goal. I admire the perspective Parkey has, basically saying football is just a game, but I would have declined the interview Too soon, most fans don't want to hear from the guy that just missed the game-winning kick.
2: Uh, Cody Parkey doesn't need a redemption tour. That's just too much. He made three of four kicks. The one he missed was partially blocked. Uh, Enough of this. End it. Move
1: on. The Chiefs are in the AFC Championship for the first time in 25 years. They'll have to beat Tom Brady to make the Super Bowl for the first time in 49 years. Conference championship
2: games should be great. Yeah, all four top seeds still out there. Chiefs looked incredible, and so did the Patriots. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for this AFC championship. The Patriots are underdogs for the first time in 68 games. Tom Brady had been favored in his past 67 starts. That's incredible. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, though, does not seem like he'll blink.
1: It's going to be a great matchup. Last week in your Murphy's Law Rant, Mississippi State podcaster Brandon Walker of the More Cowbell Podcast called Iowa the slowest, whitest team in the Big Ten. Those comments drew a little fire. Mm -hmm. We heard from him this week on the Murph and Andy radio show, and he was entertaining.
2: He was. He was also contrite. He offered an unconditional apology. That's the correct kind of apology. Walker called himself an idiot and said his comments were stupid he vowed to not do a podcast again (laughs) until cooling off. fans like that though. Well, minus the racial undertones. Yes, they they do like it. You know why? Because many fans act the same Mm -hmm. way. They like seeing someone real. When they saw him ranting, they were like, that's how I feel when my team loses a game, I feel like they should have won. Exactly. Over Over under. under, let's do it. Texas Tech football coaches. All right, overrated Cliff Kingsbury, losing record at Texas Tech. I know the Cardinals just hired him, but the underrated guy is, is Mike Leach. Yeah. I mean, why why, is no, why no NFL team want to hire Mike Leach? He's the guy that started all this that Cliff Kingsbury's has been. Do they want from. the pretty
1: face in Kingsbury? Are you
2: saying that Cliff Kingsbury is better looking than Mike
1: Leach? I'm just saying. I think most people, they, they think Kingsbury puts those glasses on and then. Quick thought from
2: Craig. In, oh, hang on. Oh. All right, guys. Uh, if the show's not over yet, it needs to be. It's about that time. I can't tell. You, you can take the blindfold off. Thank you.
1: Some sense. Oh, oh. Yes. Maybe I'll keep the blindfold on one minute. Craig and wow. Lennox,
2: uh, you'll have the final word tonight. Go ahead, Craig. Oh, oh, thank you very much. I just want to
0: give you guys props for. Um, saying a little bit about my Kansas City Chiefs.
2: That's a good football team you have there, Craig. Best of luck in the championship game.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much. I hope the weather's
2: better. Yeah, no kidding.
0: I hope it is, too. I'm a season ticket holder. I have four season tickets, and I go down there all the time.
2: I could use two. Do you have
0: two? You could use two.
2: Well, yeah, yeah.
0: For
1: next week, that'll be a fun game.
2: That's going to be a great game. I know uh, you'll never forget being there, especially if the Chiefs win and go back to the Super Bowl. It's been a long, long time. Uh, There are so many Chiefs fans around here. Good luck. We know a bunch, too. yeah. Yeah, we do know a bunch. We know one who uh,
1: will be stressing out a probably lot. Probably
2: can't breathe right now just <laughs> thinking about this. Hey, that's going to do it for us. We are back next week and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send
1: off. We welcome new Channel 13 Sports reporter Mark Freund. After five years at KTIV in Sioux City, he's now in Des Moines and he brought his own pyrotechnics. That's
3: that's nice. The Cyclones are two and two. In Ames, Mark Freund, Channel 13 Sports. <laughs> Channel 13 Sports In Ames, Mark Freund Channel 13 Sports Channel 13 Sports